to WTF Spiritual Journey. I am Michelle Marshall, owner of Social Geek Marketing, and I'm here with my very good friend, Tara Stricker, owner of TSW Life Coaching. And our podcast is all about our journeys to spiritual awakening and understanding the universe. So let the adventure begin. Hey, Tara. Hey, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. How's that? Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, so I'm super excited about today. Uh, it's got me definitely thinking and I've got my phone out so we can look stuff up to see you know, what comes up. Because <laughs> we Perfect. got into a really cool conversation that, um, yeah, I think is really profound and kind of struck me anyhow. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you mentioned it to me, when we first kind of started chatting about it, it was really good. So, and it really piqued my interest. So I, I think it's going to be a good show today. I think so too. So, so. Let's, <laughs> with, without further ado, let's tell them what we're talking about. So I don't know if that we want to call it. Um, well, we, I guess we'll start with how it kind of came out. So I've been getting messages um to uh practice being humble and I was like hey I think I know what humble means and so I looked it up and the definition is not at all what I thought humble meant (laughs) and it's actually quite um negative really and Mm -hmm. so that got me thinking that I know I was playing a brain game too and so we started talking about how our words are defined in a certain way that don't really resonate with if you're on this spiritual path or if you're on this, um, yeah, I guess spiritual path. And so we were talking about how that kind of, how if we follow the definitions by the dictionary, that that causes a cognitive dissonance or causes like some confusion when you're trying to grow. I hope that sums it up kind of. (laughs) Yeah. You're, you know, you're absolutely right. And so uh, just looking, I'm just actually looking at the definition of humble right now. Just give me one second. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's, a. you know what, you're right. For the longest time, I thought for sure that, you know, I was a humble person and it's important to be humble and that sort of stuff. But I think that led me down a path of um, low self-esteem mm-hmm. and low self-worth. I, I think it definitely ties into that. Yeah, so which is shocking because to me, in a spiritual sense, humble is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, and I found like so we can read the definition. So, humble is having or showing modest or low estimate of one's importance. Um, the one definition I read was self. I don't know, do you have a different one? No, that's the same one I have too. Okay, the first one that I read said something about worthlessness. And it said something about self, something. Um, but again, they're both kind of pointing to that low estimate of one's importance or worth is a really kind of negative thing. Because if you're on the path of awareness and on the path of loving, accepting yourself, then that's teaching the opposite. But humble is such a beautiful thing to me. And from a spiritual sense, humble is... Um, knowing that you don't know everything, knowing, being able to be vulnerable, um, 
knowing that it, there's a difference between, I don't know, confidence and um, what's the word I'm kind of thinking of? Uh, you're, of, of being almost like conceited. Is that where yeah. you're going? Like that, that, that um, um, very... <laughs> I'm so important. Yeah. Arrogance. And yeah, I, I see. Is that where you're going with Yeah, that? exactly. Yeah. And so to me, humble is being confident, but it's not being arrogant. And it's not that I know yeah. all, or I I'm perfect or I'm wonderful, but it's definitely not a sense of a uh, lack of worthiness. And it definitely comes from a place of strength for me. That's what it means to me. And so I was really shocked when I read that because I'm like, wow, that's what we think humble is. And so humble doesn't sound, you know, like something you'd want to strive for. And you're absolutely right. And you know what, when we, we were talking about this and you, you touched point on it was the vulnerability. That mm-hmm. is another one that has such a negative annotation to it, such a negative background. And I think so many of us struggle with trying to be perfect and, you know, having this facade of that I'm not weak and, and I'm strong and, but being vulnerable is being strong. And, you know, it's just, it's mind blowing that the definition, and I've got it up here for vulnerable Mm -hmm. is capable of being physical, physically or emotionally wounded, open to attack or damage. Like, yeah, that is not what vulnerability is about. And the definition I have for vulnerable is susceptible to physical or emotional attack, which okay, no wonder everyone shies away from that because he wants to be susceptible to that. Right? <laughs> like, like that's not positive at all. But yet vulnerability is such an important aspect of, again, that personal growth journey. Um, that So it's just, it's so funny how our language promotes um, us not to be that way, if that makes sense. It totally does. And you're you're absolutely right. And, you know, I think it's almost time that some of these words and the definitions of these words are reevaluated mm-hmm. and changed because, you know, the, the meanings have changed. And, you know, if, if we want these words to have these positive, um, these positive energies behind it, then somebody can't, who is unfamiliar with the word or whatever it means or whatever it could be, they can't just go look it up and be like, well, that's humble. I'm not humble. Like, I don't want to be humble. I don't want to be like that. Or I don't want to be vulnerable because that's terrible. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's so crazy that we're not reevaluating and going back and changing these definitions. Because really language, um, sets our vibration, sets our energy. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, when I read that definition of humble, I was like, that does not align at all with what I feel humble is um, and humility is. And so it, it's just, it's like, it's kind of that programming again. And so because our language teaches us and no, we didn't probably memorize a dictionary, <laughs> but <laughs> But by using that and having that understanding that, you know, vulnerable means weak and, you know, susceptible to harm or attack mm-hmm. um, by using that just in general context or, you know, by that being that being 
what we know it to mean at a deep level until you actually like stop and kind of question and look at the word and go, no, that's not what it means for me. But that's kind of like those beliefs and that programming that we talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. If you don't take the time to look at it, we just accept that. And so people who are out there trying to be vulnerable have this underlying belief that that means that you're susceptible to harm and attack. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I want to come back to a word actually you used as well is, is uh, humility, right? You know, again, that's another one that is when somebody thinks of humility, I'm sure they think of humiliation. And then it's just like, oh, well, I can't say anything or I can't be who I'm supposed to be because I'll be humiliated because of it. Right. There again, another one that has such a negative Mm -hmm. meaning behind it, but really it can be such a positive thing too. Right. Because when you show humility, you know, it's admitting if you're wrong or, you know, understanding why your point of view was different from somebody else, whatever it might be. Right. Like it's just, I don't know. I could go. Well, I just looked humility ball. up and it's the quality of having a modest or low view of one's importance. Yeah. Which again, is that to me, that says self demeaning, which yeah. is not humility at all. In my mind, humility in my mind is going, I'm not all knowing I can make mistakes. I do believe in a higher power and I have faith in that. And so yeah, like it's just, it, it's really mind boggling that that's what it means. But in practice, that's not what it means. So I'm wondering why we haven't changed definitions or yeah, maybe it's, it's not practice for everybody. And maybe it's because, like I said, it's that programming. And so we believe, you know, being humble means being worthless, which totally um, reinforces that, you know, worthiness belief, which most of us have that we're not worthy. Um, so whenever we hear that word, it's again, reinforcing that you're not worthy. You're not worthy. You're not worthy. But to me, that's not at all what humble means. Um, Mm -hmm. and I found, I know we looked up success too. So that's why we have our phones out. Um, (laughs) cause I knew lots of good words would come up, but I have, um, when I looked up six or I can't even remember what I was looking up because we got on a good conversation about this. (laughs) Oh, six attributes of healthy humanity. And it's from a new age kind of magazine. And they, the six points are they acknowledge they don't, they don't have it all together. They know the difference between self-confidence and pride. They seek to add value to others. They take responsibility for their actions. They understand the shadow side of success and they are filled with gratitude for what they have. That aligns with me. That Mm -hmm. aligns with what I think humble is. (laughs) And, and you're absolutely right. And, you know, um, I, I think it's just, I think it's time to update these. Like I'm looking at the, the Webster dictionary website right now. Yeah. And it's since 1828, you know, if these, de- <laughs> if these definitions came, came up for, or were created for these words at that time, I think it's time. I think we've evolved as a society mm-hmm. and we've changed and I think the language needs to change with it and the definition of that language. You know, the, the dictionary, it should be a living document in, or a, a living, you know, book instead of, mm-hmm. you know what, this is the definition and that's it. Absolutely. Um, and I think, like you said, 1828, is that when it was written? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I know that they add some and everything else and like kind of they revise it every year, but I don't think they look at 
you know, changing them? Well, obviously they don't. Um, but what did we look up for success? So <laughs> I was just thinking, <laughs> isn't it fun? You guys get to see us looking up, our, looking at our phone. <laughs> well, and, and you know, what's funny that sparked us looking up the word success is when you meet somebody new, mm-hmm. what are the, some of the first questions you ask? What do you do for a living? You know, what, you know, tell me about you. What do you do for a living? You know, did you go to school? Yada, yada. Very, you know, almost success driven questions, if you Mm. will, instead of asking, you know, so what makes you happy or your passion? (laughs) Yeah. Like, why aren't we asking those questions instead of the mundane? So tell me what you do for a living. Well, and when we started talking about that, um, and I don't know the definition we found when we first started this conversation, because we kind of got, as we always do, get into it. And then we're like, (laughs) (laughs) but it had something tied to wealth. And that very much is that older mindset. But that's what I think a lot of people are struggling with right now is that they've, they've achieved success on the wealth aspect or in what the definition of, or old definition, I guess we'll say, um, but they're not feeling successful and they're not feeling satisfied and they're not feeling fulfilled or they're not feeling happy, um, which is kind of what you were pointing to. So I think, again, this definition is evolving and success is more about finding, for me anyhow, um, success is that inner peace and that um, sense of fulfillment and that sense of authenticity. That is um, success for me. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And even even like the sense of self-love or you know, the sense of overall love, you know, those are, we're, we're missing the big picture when we're having these conversations, I think. Well, and I can't be, because when you said it was when the dictionary was written, I can't help but think that a lot of these were ways to um, indoctrinate us, I guess, or to mm. make us conform. And a, back then religion was the main sense of morality, Mm-hmm. Um, like, and we've had those conversations and I don't have anything against religion, but I have a problem when it tells you that you're worthless. So be humble. Um, or that, you know, that you need, and when I, we've already had this discussion about religion, so I won't get into it, but anything that sets rules against you, um, connecting to your higher power and says that there's good and bad, or you're bad if you don't do this and sets those mm-hmm. rules. I don't feel is the truth of religion. I think that that's man-made, man-made, not God-made. And, and you're absolutely right. And you know what? It's the same with the dictionary and the definitions and mm-hmm. even our language. It's man-made, right? Like it's, absolutely. we're the ones who have created it. And I did find that definition for success. It's the attainment of wealth, position, honor, or the like. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm all in the, or the light category, (laughs) but it's, it's so powerful because, you know, like we said, if you don't take the time to look it up and go, yeah, that's not the definition for me. This is what is underlining our education system. This is what we've been taught and we've just accepted that that's what it means. And so no wonder there's like a conflict when you come to, you know, the point where you want to look at success and more success for me is me being happy yeah. at a core level, then that doesn't jive with what, you know, the definition is. And so it's just, A, it's reinforcing those beliefs 
And B, it makes it that much harder to kind of overcome those beliefs because it's so ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, you're absolutely right. You know, I was having a conversation with my mom the other day and it, we were talking about material possessions and, you know, like that is her world. She, she feels that she is successful based on the material items that she has. And I get that, right? Like I get why she, she has that feeling and, you know, that's what she was taught. Like that's, was her measures of measure of success was how much you have, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I just, when, when we talk about it, I, I just don't get it. I, you know, and this is, this comes back to, I think for me, my relationship I have with money too. Right. So, which I think is a whole other can of worms that we can go down (laughs) another day, but (laughs) you know, it, I don't know. It's, it's so funny to, you know, listen to somebody who's so passionate about that Mm -hmm. and to have a totally different point of view. I don't know. I, I think I'm going on a tangent. So no, no. And I mean, I get that. And that's, that's why I think we wanted to talk about this because again, I just, I just stress the importance of, I think, well, I mean, yay, because it shows us that our, that our society and our culture is evolving, mm-hmm. but our language is not. Yes. Um, and so our language is trying to keep us stuck in those old patterns of yeah. unworthiness, of lack, <laughs> of, yeah, just all those old patterns that so many of us have playing for us, all those old beliefs um, that are so strongly in all of us, I think. Um, and it just keeps reinforcing them and reinforcing them. So it takes that again, that conscious awareness to go, that's not what that means to me. (laughs) And it's kind of funny how there was a Facebook post talking about pride and I don't see pride as a negative thing. No. So I'm going to see if I can find it. Cause it was, I was again, just this morning going, that's the definition of pride because I see pride as believing in yourself and I see pride as a beautiful thing, but the definition is envy, anger, lust. Oh no, those are the deadly skins. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So pride is the exaltation of self above all authority, even God's authority. Pride is cosmic arrogance. Really? Yeah. And I'm that like, is a horrible uh, definition. <laughs> I know. And I kind of feel, cause it's with the deadly sins. I kind of feel that that came out of somewhere, but, um, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I don't feel when I'm full of pride in something that I've done. I mean, I, I know that I am part of the cosmic energy. And so my success is the cosmic energy success because right. it, universe working through me so I do not feel it's cosmic arrogance at all yeah so yeah and no and you're absolutely right and another word that comes up with pride is superiority yeah you know like that is not the case right like it's not about it and to me that almost pits like one human against another absolutely and and maybe that's where war comes from I don't know that could be (laughs) you know what I mean but it's it's I'm superior to you. So you should be doing what I'm doing. And, And, you know, but instead of saying, you know what, Oh, you're really good at that. So you should be proud of that. And I'm really good at this. So I'm going to be really proud of that. And you guys just, and then we just accept that. Exactly. And I think if that's the definition of you're going on pride, then no wonder self-love 
is difficult. And no wonder it feels selfish. And no wonder, and I mean, again, this is programming that most of us have, mm-hmm. you know, taking care of yourself is <laughs> selfish. And, um, and if that's the definition you're going on or, you know, owning your strengths or saying, you know, I'm really good at this. That's not me. And I mean, I can see from an ego space, which is a different energy behind it. But when we're talking mm-hmm. about um, like from a spiritual space, then, cause yeah, I can see if you are, you know, I am king of the world. I'm the greatest. And that, mm-hmm. but that's not the only way that you can be full of pride. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you're absolutely right. And I think that's, we almost look at it on the extreme sense. We're looking at people who are, you know, that taking it to that next level and we're, we're seeing that and we've automatically pinned that word to that action or definition or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Instead of looking at through our own lens and being like, okay, I, I get where that person's coming from, but that's just not who I am. This is who my, this is what defines me, you know, when it comes to pride, success, Ding, ding, ding. You just right? you were like, you just gotta, yeah. <laughs> which is, um, which is where we need to come back to our, we are our best authority and our own authority. And yeah, <laughs> period. <laughs> we need to be our own authorities and we need to stop looking to everybody else to prove, you know, if, well, to see if we're being prideful in the negative way or in a balanced way, or right? see if we're being humble in a negative way or in a balanced way, to see if we're being successful in a negative way or in a balanced way. And we need to start defining these for ourselves yeah. and living them for ourselves. And I think, like I said, I'm just going to come back to, it takes that conscious awareness of go, okay, that's why humble is kind of hard for me to accept. I get that, but that's not what it means to me. So letting that go. And yeah. this is my definition of humble. And I want to be humble because I am worthy. Um, not because I'm worthless. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so again, it's that conscious awareness of, and knowing that that is old programming and old definitions and the old mindset that our world used to be in. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's funny, you touched on a very valid, very important point is you know, we talk about the comparison. We're always comparing ourselves with one another, good, bad, or indifferent. We are constantly comparing to see, and I, well, at least I am. I know I do. And social media is bad for that, you mm-hmm. know, because it's in our face all the time. <laughs> and we're only seeing like a small percentage of what a person really is. And only what they want to show. Exactly, right? So, you know... It, it's easy to, to fall into that pit of despair, mm-hmm. um, you know, or that feeling of unworthiness or whatever it is, but you're right. You have to remind yourself and you have to come back to the point of that's their journey. That's their life. That's not me. Mm-hmm. I don't need to compare myself with it. Which again, just ties back into that. You need to be your own authority. Yes. And <laughs> to you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think that's a great place to end. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I guess the, um, the takeaway from this is be careful of the words you're using and be yeah. sure that you are aware if you're following the old definition or 
one that more aligns to where you're going and more aligns to where our world is going. And, you know, be open to having the conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, if a word's not sitting well with you, or, you know, maybe a parent says something to you or uses a word that just doesn't feel like the right energy, why not start a dialogue about it? Be curious, you know, investigate why they feel that way. Cause that's only going to help you see their point of view. Especially when you're talking about parents, because that's, yes. <laughs> that's that reinforcing of those beliefs too, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, and it's an opportunity for them to learn as well and grow. Exactly. That's what conversation is all about. It's an opportunity to learn and grow from both sides. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> all right. Well, take care everyone. And we will talk to you soon. You bet. Thanks, everybody. Great conversation. Again, you can hit us up on our Facebook group. Uh, Check us out on social media. You know where to find us. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a wonderful day. Bye.